Welcome to Tip of the Spear, powered by You Mortgage. This podcast is all about uncovering the truth behind VA loans for our nation's bravest by none other than VA experts themselves. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, the Senior Learning Specialist here at You Mortgage and a veteran myself, having served six years in the U.S. Army. Join me every Wednesday and every Sunday to learn from mortgage loan originators who specialize in veteran loans about how you can maximize your military benefits and make your dreams of homeownership become a reality. Welcome back to Tip of the Spear, a podcast with mortgage loan officers who are on a mission to advocate for veterans and protect America's finest from predatory mortgage lenders out there. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, here today with Jimmy Hobson from Farmington, Utah, to talk with me a little bit more about documentation that you need in order to get your VA mortgage loan. Jimmy, really excited to have you here, my friend. Thanks for joining me today. Awesome. It's good to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, this is the first time we've had you on here, so I want to pass it off to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, why why VA mortgages? What makes you passionate about VA mortgages, my friend? Well, I mean, so I've been in the mortgage business about six years. Um, early on, I just really had a passion for it. I'm you know, a big supporter of the military. My little brother, my youngest brother is a Marine, um, 0311 for you crane eaters out there, right? And I saw when he came home and and I just wanted to, to, to figure that out. And I started doing loans and I thought to myself, you know, I have a passion for these guys. I love what these guys and gals are doing every single day. And so I want to make sure I take better care of them. So I really jumped in, in you know, four years ago into, into learning the insides and outs of VA loans. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, today's topic is really all about what types of paperwork do people need? And whenever you're going to do something big, like buy a car, buy a house, you need a lot of paperwork, unfortunately. But yeah especially with VA loans, things can be a little different than what a, you know, our friends that are not in the military would be going through or, or you know, veterans would be going through to get their mortgage loan. So can you walk us through a little bit about what types of things would a, a veteran or someone getting a VA loan need to do in order to secure this? Okay. So the most important document there is more than anything else in a VA loan is a document called the certificate of eligibility or certificate of entitlement. Depends on who you're talking to, what they decide to call that document. That is something that you can pull through my bit through um, e-benefits, obviously, as a veteran, we as a lender can pull it. It is basically what designates your ability to get a VA loan. Now, sometimes we can't automatically pull that, so we may need a statement of service. Um, we may need point statements if you've been in, in, in the guard, different things. And we can, we can certainly go down the details of that later on in a different podcast. But the COE is, is everything that spells out what you can do and not do with a VA loan. If you don't have a COE, you can't get a VA loan. You cannot order a VA appraisal without it. You can't even submit a loan to most lenders without it anymore. So that is the most important document. More than anything else, you can make $100 million a year. If you don't have a COE that proves you can get a VA loan, you're not getting a VA loan, right? So that's the most important document. You know, we can pull that for you all the time. That is really what we do and we do well. So, um, you know, so we've got that, yeah. obviously. So is it easier because you said the, the veteran can do it, but also we can do it for them or, you know, the, the loan officer can help them with it. Yeah. Do you prefer one way or the other? What do you think is easier for them? You know, I, I mean, I pull it most of the time. So I think it's easier for us, you know, because because we understand the portal. It's not like these guys are, and gals are in their portal all the time. So 
a lot of them, a lot of them have done the research, but a lot of times we pull it. And if we can't pull it, then if they provide the documentation, you know, to be able to pull like a DD-214 or a statement of service or or their NGB-22 and 23, their point statements, then we can go about it that way. Um, I'm always happy to do the heavy lifting because that's what our that's what our job is. We have our own portal as lenders. We can get in there and pull that. So that is the most important document there is, right? That is number one, UNO, right? After that, documentation on the VA loan is going to be just like everything else, right? So we're going to document, you know, work history. So last two years, W-2s if you're an employee. Last 30 days, pay stubs if you're an employee. If you're active duty military, same thing. One LAS and then the last two years, if you if you are self-employed at all. So if you're self-employed or have any rental income, we're going to need to see tax returns for a couple of years, Okay. Um, you know, in conventional lending, oftentimes you can get away with one year of taxes in VA, you need two. So, you know, that's what we're going to look at. Obviously, picture ID, we got to verify you are who you say you are. We're going to need to see your assets. So bank statements, uh, TSP statement, if you've got 401k or something through the military or retirement or wherever you work. That's what we've got to vet out. Pretty standard stuff. COE is number one, like we talked about. I'm moving my finger here because I'm on the camera, right? <laughs> COE is most important. Everything else falls in line. That's pretty standard loan process. You know, W-2s, pay stubs, you know, all that stuff. So so backing up real quickly, you, you mentioned a term just a second ago, conventional, right? So that would how does that differ from like the VA? What, what exactly is that? Well, conventional loan is, is a traditional loan that anybody can qualify for if you meet the ratios and the credit and income guidelines. A VA loan, obviously, is for people that have served. So I got active, duty, active duty, veterans, people that have spent time in the military, there's a different breakdown, which I know we're going to cover on a different podcast, but a different breakdown of who exactly is eligible for a VA loan and how you get that. But the VA loan is designated for veterans and and or, you know, and not family of veterans, unless unless a veteran has passed away due to a service connected disability, then they can then the surviving spouse can get benefits. But kids are not eligible for VA benefits. You know, girlfriends not necessarily eligible for VA benefits for the veteran and their spouse, essentially. But, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. All right. So, so in that certificate of eligibility, is there anything else that, I mean, you said you can pull it, which is great, but is there yeah. anything else that would go along with it? Like any sort of, you know, unique things, particularly DD214 is pretty standard, that type yeah. of stuff. But in terms of, you know, I don't know, awards letters, um, social security, anything 100%. like that. that, that would so, go yeah. Out. So a couple of, so if you have a disability rating from the VA, obviously, uh -huh. um, it depends on when it was awarded. More often than not, that figure is going to show up on the COE. But if it was recently awarded, we'll need your letter. And then obviously Social Security, if you have Social Security. And, and we'll talk about retirement as well. Social Security is going to give you a 1099 every year or, or rather a document showing what you were paid out. If you have military retirement or any other kind of retirement, you're also going to get a 1099R normally. So those are things that go up over and above income. So, and the nice thing about like social security and or VA disability is those aren't typically taxed unless you have other outside income. Disability is never taxed, right? So, but, and so sometimes we need documentation. Sometimes we don't. It depends on how the COE reads, you know, any social security income, we're definitely going to need to see anything like that, whether it be social security or child support or alimony or any of those things, you're going to need to show three years of continuance. So for child support or alimony, we'll need a divorce decree and, and or a child support order. Wow. Yeah. So I, I guess I understand now why you kept holding up your fingers. Like number one, I need that yeah. first. Everything else comes after that. I see now what you're talking yeah. about there. Very cool. Exactly. Yeah. Because because <laughs> that kind of gives you the the broad picture of what can be. Because if you currently have a VA loan, that'll spell that out as well. So it gives us a, a visual picture of what you can and can't do as a veteran. Obviously, that is basically the key that unlocks the door.
Now, the rest of the documents get you in the door, but that's the key that unlocks it. I got you there. I got you there. And then one other thing I wanted to back up, just to make sure I understood this clearly. So you were talking about, I believe it was income documentation. You, or I'm sorry, W-2s, right? For a conventional, right? So folks that are outside the military, that's a typical loan that they would do for a mortgage. They oftentimes only have to have one year of W-2s, but for VA, you said it was two. Did I hear that right? Yeah. And, and, and frankly, a lot of times they can get by with one because if they're, if they're in the military 20 years, you know, they, they know their income is sixes, obviously, because they're going to go off the LES. Right. Right. But in general rule of thumb, you're going to want to see two years of, of income history, um, at least when it comes to W-2s. I always collect two years to be safe. Then they can never ask me for more. With tax returns, it's always going to be two years. If they're self-employment okay. income and or rental income, they're going to want to see it now. If you own a house with the VA and you want to keep it rented out, then it's a different animal. Maybe you weren't currently renting it and you're, you're leaving your primary residence. Then we would need lease agreements or something of the sort to be able to offset that. So there's all kinds of moving parts in the VA loan and documentation needed. But the basics, of course, are, again, COE, basic income and asset documentation to see what you qualify for. If there's a bigger picture that we got to explore, then, you know, someone that understands the lending will be able to build upon the foundation, essentially. Very nice. Very nice. And it sounds like, Jimmy, you're the guy that uh, clearly knows all those ins and outs. At least that's what it sounds like to me. So oh, that's I, awesome. I, I, I think I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy, thanks so much. I really appreciate you walking us through that today. Some of those basic of the documents, right? The COE, number one for sure. Where can people find you if they want to reach out to you on social media and learn uh, some So social media, you can find me, Jimmy Hobson. You'll find my profile picture is a picture of my wife and my girls. Um, you can't miss me. You know, I'm pretty simple. Obviously, if you decide to email me, you can email me at jhobson at umortgage.com. But if you Google Jimmy Hobson mortgage lender, I'm like the plague. I'm everywhere. So (laughs) you'll be able to find all my socials, whether it be LinkedIn or Instagram, um, you know, all those different places that you can find me. You know, there's a lot of visibility of where I'm at. Emails, easy. Um, And then my phone number is on all those platforms as well. So awesome. Awesome. Well, Jimmy, thanks again so much for joining me today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you again on a future episode and having you back on Tip of the Spear, my friend. Of course. Thanks for having me.